Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. Afternoon, afternoon, afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Emer. Yeah. Uh, how is Mr. T today? It's Friday. Yeah, Mr. T is sore, very sore today. Uh, I've been recounting over these last two episodes how I went back bike riding and I pushed the comfort zone. I went for an 80 kilometer cycle on a mountain bike that's a, probably a good 20 years old. So certainly at one of those kind of fiberglass, this thing is a hunk of metal oh. and uh, without padded shorts. Enough oh, said. TMF. Some <laughs> serious TMI. <laughs> Some serious pain, you know, I'm pushing 50 and I I need to know the boundaries, you know, so. uh, No, you're as young as the bike you ride. Isn't that what they say? Or is that So the bike, well, the bike is ancient. (laughs) So obviously, thanks, Emer. That's a lovely compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you're very brave. It's, you know, we're definitely, it's very autumnal out there. And uh, actually talking of autumn. Um, lots of promoting going on, you know, Black Friday will be coming up and, uh, hard to believe, isn't it? I know. And all, with believe. the online shopping as that, the C word Christmas is on the horizon. Yeah. And I, and I'm not a shopper. I hate queuing. So I'm definitely yeah. going to be online. And actually funny enough, um, there's a lot more websites out there with all that, that big word e-commerce and chatbots and, yeah. you know, um, are you a fan of the chatbots? Although we did have, uh, Sasha Lydiard. Um, yeah, well, as I said to to Sasha on the show, I was never really a fan of chatbots because I always kind of felt, you know, I like to, you know, just from my own personal experience of them, mm. I always kind of felt they were so robotic and I wanted to speak to a real person, you know, a bit like the way when I first started off using the banking, I missed going into the bank branch and yeah. talking to someone where now literally I do all my stuff online. I hit the banking app. I'm straight there. It does what I need. And from listening to Sasha she's converted me you know really? definitely yeah yeah I, i'm i'm actually going to explore many chats which she was recommending and potentially uh create my own bot so there you go well done sasha you've I, converted me well i know she convinced you your jokes would be a great chatbot conversion angle and i'm not sure i agree well, she might her. be nice maybe i suppose was she <laughs> maybe <think> she was <laughs> <laughs> and no doubt you've got a real live one here yes this, this is definitely either going to be a party starter or a party pooper. So um, will, I, will I lay it on the light for you, or will we give you today's social media joke? I think I'll just go off to the party. Do I have to say <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, take out the earplugs, Emer. You oh, okay. Be, yeah, okay, you're going to like this. Okay, okay go on, here we go. go so why are marketers great at killing flies? Well, it won't, well, you, you know, your jokes would kill the flies, but um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you tell because they're always doing SWOT analysis. <gasps> yeah, well, hey, what can you say? We didn't any work this week at all, were you? <sighs> really not. So I'll have to do a SWOT analysis on these jokes because yeah, certainly there's more weaknesses say. than strengths, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. and okay. definitely a threat there. Uh, I just say that. <laughs> anyway, pity I couldn't edit that one. But as ever, yeah. all I have to say is if you find today's social media joke engaging, get out that SWOT what do you call it? Swatter? Yeah. Um, and you'd love Swatter. more of them. <laughs> Swatter. <laughs> Stop making fun of my accent. Um, you are in luck. You can catch Philip's previous social media jokes and indeed our other shows by hopping on to our podcast on the Let's Get Social show on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, or Swatify, and uh, the Dublin South Swatify. FM. Yeah, Spotify. And the Dublin South FM website. They'd be very annoyed if I didn't say that. So today. Absolutely. We are not alone. He's gone very quiet. Well, he might be after this like joke, probably. Where's he gone? Where's he gone? He's gone very quiet. (laughs) Um, And it's uh, somebody you would definitely not forget, um, although like your jokes are definitely forgettable. Um, Ian Anderson Gray, (sighs) uh, whose background will have you singing and dancing. And he could be on the same wavelength as you, Philip. God, there has to be somebody. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So um, he has quite an interesting background, I have to say. He uh, was in training. I think he still is in training uh, with the world's number one musical notation software, Sebelius. I probably pronounced that wrong. Sebelius? Sebelius? I don't know. Um, And went on as a singing voice and singing teacher. La, 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 la. 
Wow. And uh, vocal tutor with the Royal Northern College of, of Music. Is he on the right show? Better just check. He's, he's multi-talented. That's why he is who he is. So Probably. Um, definitely. And he didn't stop there. Which will be music to your ears and no doubt our listeners' ears, Philip. Absolutely. And Ian has gone on to his even more notes, Emer, with being a co-founder of Select Performers Internet Solutions, providing web developing, SEO, social media marketing and more. He's the founder of Seriously Social and the Confident Live Marketing Academy. Also live video and social media tool guy, international speaker, coach, helps entrepreneurs level up their impact authority and profits through the power of confident live video. So all we can say is welcome Ian Anderson Gray to Let's Get Social. And do you ever get a day off, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me on the show. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. I've been so looking forward to this. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I mean, I totally, I'm, there's a lot of talk of in this mad world that we live in about hustling, which I, yeah. I'm just not into that. I just think, you know, we need, we need to, we, we choose this mad world because we love it, but we, we also want to have some time off. So totally uh, I'm, I'm, what I'm working towards at the moment is the idea of having a Friday off. Uh, so I have a three day weekend. I'm not there yet, but I might be there in a couple of years, but that's, that's the plan. That's where I'm going. That's a good so we, idea. So I we like got it. you, we got you on a Friday. That's great. Um, actually talking <laughs> of grits, before we things kick things off, Ian, what's your opinion of, I'm trying to brand him as a social media comedian. <laughs> Please, Ian, give me a good, give me a good response here. Five <laughs> well, I, 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 th- I think there's, you know, there's a, I don't know if you're familiar with Tim Vine, um, he's one of my favorite comedians and that was that was kind of like a, a Tim Vine type joke so I'd take that as a compliment Super. Uh, that was, we need a bit of that I was going to cool. say just well we're not live streaming because <laughs> people would see my face you know yeah so. head in the hands Eber. you know head in the hands well, yeah. it's, it's, it's maybe because I'm a dad so I kind of it's it that was very much a dad type joke I, I kind of I, I'm yeah, I'm not, at the moment, my daughter, she's 11 and she's loving my dad jokes. But I've, so I'm kind of holding on to that yes. while I can, because it's not going to be long. I know. No, before. no, I've A couple of years, Max, yeah. you have a couple of years left. I think I'm, I'm there in the same yeah. boat. Yeah, my, my daughter's 12 and I'm already getting talked to the hand. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I use that? Can I use that? Talk to the hand, Philip? Well, no, Emer, you, you're, you're, not, you're not a teenager anymore. You're supposed to be more mature Excuse now. Me? Am I? <laughs> I don't know about that. But Ian, listen, we won't drag out his uh, keeping Philip talking here. We'll let you talk for a change. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about your journey? Because I find it very intriguing that you've gone from training to singing and dancing and into video and SEO and oh, the list goes on. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, how did, how did it all start for you? Well, I, when I became 18 and or 19, when I left school, I had it all completely planned. I knew exactly what I was doing and I just sorted it all out. And of course, that is all a complete lie, as you probably <laughs> were going to guess. Uh, over the years, I mean, when, so when I, when, I was at, when I was at school, I was fascinated by science. I was really into technology, um, but I was also into music. My mum my, my uh, was an opera singer. And wow. so I, wow. I got to the end of school and I had to make this decision, you know, wh- what do I do? Do I go into the sciencey route or do I go into the musical route? And music won. So I went to university to do music. I then studied to be a professional classical singer at the Royal Northern College of Music. And that's kind of what I did. So I, I, I performed around the country. I, uh, I was teaching singing, but I was still really interested in technology. So I set up this web agency that you mentioned, Select Performers. I was doing some training for, and yeah, the correct pronunciation is Sibelius, just in case you were interested in that. Ah. Uh, with, but yeah, it's a, it's he's actually, he's a, a Finnish composer uh, from Finland. And the reason they call it Sibelius is because the twins, the two, uh, two, two, well, yeah, obviously the two twins. <laughs> You're among <laughs> friends, Ian, don't worry, we, we didn't notice. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> no, <you're good. laughs> um, the, the, the founders of Sibelius were Jonathan and Ben Finn. Right. Anyway, but uh, let's let's move on. So <laughs> I was doing uh, doing all. So I was uh, I was juggling the, the technology with the music, and then social media became like a, a much more of a big thing in in the late yeah. uh, naughty. And around 2011, after quite a few years of procrastination, I set up my blog at iag.me and I, I thought what what do i want to blog about and i was so i started blogging about social media and the tech side of it and it was an article that i wrote back in i think tw- late 2011 called seven reasons not to use hootsuite now i had 
I'd used Hootsuite. I actually quite liked it, but I thought, well, there's so many blog posts out there about how amazing it is. Let's look at the opposites. And so I wrote that article and it went completely viral. And that was really what launched my blog. I had no thoughts of monetizing it or anything like that. It was just a bit of fun. Mm. And so fast forward a couple of, couple of years, this is, um, 2015, I started getting asked to speak at conferences. So there was a conference in in Manchester, where I am, and in London. And then I um, came over to uh, Ireland and I spoke in an island. I think that was 2016, actually. Yeah. And I, th- I was starting to think, I, th- then I got asked to speak at the big conference in San Diego, Social Media Marketing World. Wow. Um, imposter syndrome kind of kicked in at that point, but I kept moving on. And then so, so then in 2016, Facebook Live was launched and I was really interested in using Facebook Live uh, from a tech point of view. But I've realized I, because I wasn't in the States and because I wasn't an iPhone user, I had to find another way of doing it. So I wrote an article that showed people how to use this software, this particular software to go live to Facebook. And that went completely viral. It's, in fact, it's had about over 6 million page views since I launched it in 2016. Wow. And th- from that, I then thought, well, do you know what? I'm actually going to have to go live now. I'm going to have to conquer my fears mm. of getting in front of the camera. And it was at that moment that I had this epiphany moment that all my background, my love of technology, my love and passion of teaching, but also um, the but the performance and, and the confidence thing of getting in front of the camera merged into one. And, and so that's what I've been doing ever since is helping uh, business owners, entrepreneurs get confidence in front of the camera and the mindset side of things with the technology and also with the content and marketing. And so, yeah, that's, that's how it all started. Sorry if that was a bit long, but uh, that's... That's how it all happened. Do you, do you want a oh, challenge? It's, it's really, do you want a, I was going to say, do you want a challenge, Ian? I'd be your biggest challenge. I will not get in front of the camera. To a, <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I don't think I don't think that's the I don't think you that's will, the case you because because you you just before just before we were we were sharing our cameras and you you were on on and the thing is back in I don't know when this was 2014 maybe there was a technology uh, Google Plus and they had Google Hangouts on air. Yeah. So we tend to think live video is a very new thing, but actually it's not. I mean, you could live stream in 2007. It, it was something called Ustream back then. But back in the early, like 2012, 2013, there was Google Hangouts on Air. And this allowed you to, you could have a show and people could invite you onto the show. And I was invited onto a show. I was absolutely petrified. I was sweating. I was so nervous Mm. to go on this uh, show. And now I'm going live I'm broadcasting four, three or four shows every single week. I'm getting in front of the camera and I'm doing it for my, for my main business. This is what I do. I'd never have thought that that would be the case. Wow. So actually, it's a, it, mainly it's a mindset thing. Mm. There are things going on in your head and there were certainly going on in my head. There are loads of these things. It could be imposter syndrome. It could mm. be I don't like the way I look or the way I sound. It could mm. be... Uh, looking like an idiot syndrome. It could be lots yeah. of these different things. Or, or the big, the big problem is comparing yourself with others. So you look at other people out there who seem really confident, yeah. and you think, "Well, I could never do it like them." So I'm, I'm just going to give up now. And mm. the truth is that a lot of us want to live or sit in the comfy chair. And I'm not going to mm. lie to you: going live takes courage. And it is scary to begin with, but the more times you do it, and if you have the tools from a tech mm. point of view, yes, but mainly from a mindset point of view, you can definitely do it. And I think it's very rare that people can't go live. Um, yeah. You just need to tackle those those issues. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I think, I think for a lot of people, whether it be in social media or business in general, I think there is a huge amount of uh, comparison, you know, comparing, like, like you mentioned hustle there at the start, Ian, because... You know, I would at times would dip in a dip and see Gary Vaynerchuk on YouTube and he's all about the hustle and the grind and, you know, work 24 hours a day. But you get a sort of, you get a, a sense of, well, is that the way, the only way you could be successful? You know, and you sort of, you can get caught in that bubble where actually not really, you just need to find your your space, be, I suppose, be in touch with your personality and what's comfortable because at the end of the day, what is sort of what's helped me when I do video is now I kind of realize as I'm creating video that people are watching me and they're probably in their head. Well, this is what I say to myself. They're probably kind of saying, fair play to him. He's in front of the camera. 
I could never do that. I'd be fearful. And that's sort of kind of, well, there's so many people who are not doing it. So I'm going to project my personality. But I suppose it kind of leads me on nicely in, you know, the whole era of live streaming, you know, from, say, a typical live stream, you know, when you're, how, how does it actually how does it actually work, you know, and, and what is live streaming? I say, I like, you know, live stream is going live, but can you just kind of talk us through, I suppose, how it works, the setup, et cetera? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a really important question. So, I mean, there are actually loads of different types of live streaming. You could argue that like Zoom is live streaming. It's mm-hmm. usually within a private group, a small community. You could have webinars. That's a form of live streaming. And But the, the live streaming that I tend to focus on more is, is where you can broadcast publicly, that you mm-hmm. can broadcast to a wider group of people. And generally, that is usually on a social platform. It doesn't have to be, but there are different platforms out there there's there's facebook live so this is broadcasting either Mm -hmm. on your page or your profile your group or your event Mm -hmm. there's youtube so you can broadcast on your youtube channel there's instagram live and instagram live is very different from some of the other ones in that the only way to broadcast to instagram live is through the mobile app Mm -hmm. there are technically other apps out there that that have found ways around it but i wouldn't I, i wouldn't do that because it's against the terms and conditions. So that's that's one thing. There's LinkedIn Live. If you're into into more kind of niche communities and gaming, there's Twitch. And the, there are actually dozens and dozens of live streaming platforms out there. Mm-hmm. And so this really, it allows you to get in front of the camera, whether that's from your phone or in front of your computer or using specialist technology, you can easily get in front of the camera and broadcast live to an audience. And you can do even more advanced things like that. It doesn't have to just be you. You could share your screen. You could give a presentation. You could bring in a guest from the other side of the world remotely. You can mm-hmm. highlight comments on the screen. And, and you can re- really make it very interactive. Mm-hmm. And uh, so so that's the way. And, and also the other thing, of course, which is one of the, the big things that I love about live video is you can get the audience involved so they can add comments and depending on the software that you use, you can even highlight those comments on the screen and get a bit of interaction, which I love. Um, mm. So, yeah, so, so there are different ways of, of going live. You can probably the easiest ways to use your smartphone. So using yeah. Facebook Live, you can go live from there or YouTube Live. You need to have at least a thousand subscribers to mm-hmm. go live from your phone. Um, but it's becoming a lot easier now to broadcast from your computer using various tools like StreamYard or Restream mm-hmm. or BeLive. And that, that actually is, is pretty simple now. So that's another way. So, I mean, it, you just press the button and go. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, it is. I mean, in, in one sense it is, but I think you do need to prepare. So some yeah. people have got the personality that they can just go live and then they're away. But for most <laughs> of us, most of us, no. I think you need to... You need, yeah, there are some Did you hear the what about? <laughs> oh, he's going to start. I bet you he will go and do that now. You're going to go off and do a joke, aren't you? You never know. Yeah. I don't, well, no, I don't know. I'm not always very good at picking jokes out of my head, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, so you, you you could you could do that, but I think it's best to plan. Um, so I have a process called the five P's of live video. Mm-hmm. And so the first P is planning. I think it's really important to plan. Mm-hmm. Basically, what are you going to say? Because you need to have, I I certainly don't recommend scripting what you're going to say, but you need to have what is what is the the main topic here? What are the three points that I want to make here? Mm. And actually to write down the first sentence that you're going to say. This is really important because there's something weird, strange that happens to our brains. When we press that go live button, quite often our brains turn to mush. Panic mode. Yeah. Panic mode. <laughs> it's me every day. <laughs> and, 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 and it happens, it, it still happens to me today sometimes. Like mm. it, it was really yeah. weird just last week. Um, it caught me by surprise because I'm, I'm, I'm so much more confident and I, I'm a lot more, uh, you know, I, I'm practiced at this. And so it took me by surprise that suddenly my brain went to mush. And so thankfully for all my shows, I have a bullet, a bullet, points for all the things that I'm going to say, including the first things that I'm going to say. So, mm. you know, the, the first thing that I usually say is thank you so much for watching this show. This is uh, today we're going to be talking about blah, 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 blah. And I address that to the people in the future because these are the replay audience. The people that are starting to watch from the beginning are the people mm. in the future. So that's, that's, mm. so the planning side of things is to do with the content, what you're going to talk about, but it's also 
the tech as well, because, you know, what happens if you go live and the internet is really bad? And so like, you know, you're, you're kind of coming in and out. So the picture is pixelated. People can't hear you. Hmm. I mean, that's not, so I think you need to do a bit of planning beforehand. So that's the planning. And then the second P is pre-promotion. So you need to let people know that you're going to go live. Hmm. The third P is the production. So this is actually going live. After you've gone live, there's the post-promotion. So let people know about the to, that they can watch the replay. And then the final thing, which is one of the things I get really excited about when it comes to live video, is the repurposing. There's so much effort that can go into live video. Why not then take that and turn it into lots of different content, whether it's a podcast or a blog post afterwards? You know, Make mm. use of your time um, that you put into your live videos and make it work for you more. I was going to say, so like, you know, there are lots of positives and pros, uh, less cons, but why do you think live streaming is becoming more popular and popular, you know, as opposed to normal video, you know, like you you do a video. Yeah, there are a number of reasons. I think uh, maybe less so now, but basically back in 2016, 2017, it was the new thing. It was a new, Mm. exciting thing that everyone had to try. Mm. Uh, But for for businesses, um, maybe kind of smaller businesses who haven't really had the confidence to, to do it, it still feels like a really new thing. So that's part of it, I think. It's it's a new thing. There's there's also when it comes to social networks, so so it, but also YouTube and Facebook and, and that the 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 dreaded algorithm is against us so much. You know, we post content, yeah. we post videos, and we feel like the reach of that is like one percent. Like you, you mm. post a, an amazing pre-recorded video and you put it to YouTube and you come back in a couple of hours and it says Facebook lovingly says to you, this has been seen by two people. And you think, <laughs> <sighs> Thank you, Facebook. Oh. Now, the thing about live video is, and Mark Zuckerberg talked about this, that he wants to generate more conversation and communities. And so live video is a great way to build community because mm-hmm. people see you go live and they comment and, and we know what more comments and more engagement means. It means the algorithm likes your content. And so actually, it's a, be- a really good way to get your organic, your, you know, your non-paid content on Facebook and other channels seen by more people. The, the other thing is it's great, um, a great way to interact with your audience and for them, your audience, to get full access to you because they can ask you questions live. They can mm. see you. They can see the raw side of you. So I know, Emma, you were talking about you're really scared and getting in front of the camera. Yeah. Well, why not go in front of the camera and admit that and say, look, I'm really nervous today. I'm really a bit scared about this, but I'm going to do it anyway. There's something about that transparency, that rawness that people love, because mm. guess what? You're not alone. Lots of people struggle with that. And, and although that's scary to do that, people really engage with that. They, they're going to more likely engage with that than a slick marketing video, which has got special effects and all this kind of voiceover and music and all that kind of stuff. So actually, people really, really like the rawness, the raw quality of, of live video as well. So, mm. so th- those are some examples. I mean, certainly I've done some research and some colleagues of mine have done research into the reach of uh, uh, pre-recorded videos compared to live videos and it kind of depends but often you'll see that live videos do really really well from that point of view but there are lots of lots of other reasons mm. um, final reason which is one reason why i think uh, it's, it might not be a reason why it's popular mm. but it's certainly a reason why i think live video is so good and this is the curse of procrastination. Now, I'm sure you guys aren't never suffer with procrastination, but oh, no. uh, a lot of... <laughs> of course not. Yeah. He's caught his own Well, I won't I? Will I? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do. And so the thing about a live video is, so you, say, for example, you know you need to write a blog post for next Tuesday. Mm. when are you going to start writing that blog post? Well, a lot of people, it's probably going to be the, I don't know, it might be the day before and, and because the panic monkey comes and starts screaming at you uh, because you need to do it. It's the day before. But yeah. with live video, you're going to, what I recommend is you schedule or schedule. I never know how to pronounce that word, whatever it is. Schedule. Uh, schedule. Sh- I, I think, schedule. Yeah. Okay. No, schedule. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> schedule. Schedule. 
<laughs> you're, you're really confusing me now. So you're going to do that for next Tuesday. That means that your audience will see that. It will say, for me, it will say, Ian Anson Great is going live on Tuesday at 2 p.m. to talk about bananas or something. Mm-hmm. And at next, so that means that all my audience know that I'm going to go live. Guess what? Next Tuesday, 2 o'clock, I need to go live. There's yeah. no way of backing out of that. And so the procrastination goes out of the window. And also perfectionism is another big problem that I've met so many of us struggle with. Mm. Going live is not about being perfect. You just go live, you do it. You've got a piece of content that you can then repurpose into other content. And it's also a great way for you to engage with your audience as well. So that is another reason why I think live video is so powerful. Yeah, no, it's it's very true. I think there is the whole element. Because I think at the end of the day, if you think of social media, the first word is social. And I think mm-hmm. people want authenticity and they want to get to know the person. And I suppose for companies, it's, you know, well, who are the people behind the brand? You know, and like, you know, is there a bit of humanity and a bit of personality? And who are they? Um, and I think that's why things like video and live streaming make that possible for people. Um, I suppose businesses though that you might have seen you know what mistakes are you seeing that people are doing when it comes to live streaming and it probably links back into that excellent process that you were mentioning of planning mm-hmm. pre-promotion post-promotion etc you know what, what are the mistakes you see that can scupper businesses on their live video quest well in a way i think there are two two groups of mistakes that there are the mistakes that actually are t- totally fine they're mm-hmm. they're the they're they're to do with maybe you stumble over your words or mm-hmm. you I don't know the cat jumps on the table and knocks over your webcam or something you know something like that that actually can bring a lot of humanity a bit of rawness mm. and fun yeah. to your life so th- there are those kind of things but there are other things that are really just going to turn people off you know and that's you know it's live video we think about the video is the most important thing but actually audio is even more important if people people can put up with a slightly dodgy video quality but they will not ever put up with dodgy audio quality. If they can't hear what you're saying, there's just no point. So I think, you know, investing in a decent microphone or, or, you know, if you're going to go live from your phone, make sure that you're not on top of a windy mountain. And, you know, there's lots of, you know, people can't hear you. Yeah. I think that's, um, I think audio quality is really important. The other thing that I, I don't see so much now is when people go live, they when business owners go live for the first time, they focus purely on the live viewers. And that's totally understandable. It is live video after, after all. Mm-hmm. But what happens is they click go live and then they're kind of like waiting around because there's no one that's there and they're waiting for the live viewers and so uh is anybody live yet uh i'm just gonna wait another minute i was gonna i was gonna say ian sorry um what happens if nobody turns up and you're talking you're like sharon valentine talking to yeah 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 well but this is the thing you've got to start thinking about your replay viewers because they're the people that are in the future. And actually you'll find mm-hmm. when you first start, you will get far more people watching in the future than you will currently. Yes. Mm-hmm. You ha- so the problem is with Facebook Live or YouTube Live, a lot of these channels, it gives you the number of people that are watching live as a big number. And if that number is a big fat zero, it is a bit depressing. It, mm. it really is. And so mm. you've got to stop looking at that. And and so the first thing that you need, to, you need to not delay, you need to go straight in, you need to talk to the people watching in the future. You need to imagine that this is just like a replay video. And so you just say, just go straight into your content. Now you hopefully, maybe after a minute or two, you might start to get some live viewers and that's great. So start to introduce them. If they um, put comments on, then you can do that. But again, there's a balancing act here because you've got to think about the replay audience. So don't spend too long with your live viewers because that's going to be very boring for your the people in the future who mm. are watching it. So there's a balancing act here that you need to think about. Um, but yeah, I think the number, you, you know, Ema, you were talking about the number, you know, what if mm. nobody turns up? I'm not going to lie to you. You know, if, if I, I, I still struggle today, if I see that my numbers are a lot slightly lower than they normally are, I find myself doubting myself and that is not a good way to start. So I, I'm aware of that, that negative voice in my head. Mm-hmm. And I need to remember, look, you know, if if you get five people watching your live, that is amazing. Imagine if mm-hmm. five customers came to, went into your, you know, went into your shop or came around or wanted to listen to you. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. These are individuals. So don't worry about that. If you have zero for the first 10 minutes or for the entire thing, 
don't worry because there are people in the future you can post promote it it's a piece of content that you are going to create for the future you could have the opposite you could have 500 people watching live and that's probably going to have another way of uh, you know zapping your brain because you're going to go oh my goodness there's 500 people i'm going to die I, I, watching I, I, me. I, either way i was going to say i think i prefer nobody looking at me you know that <laughs> <laughs> well it sounds like there's 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 no there's no there's either way you know either yeah. zero or 500 so um yeah, so you, I think we need. That's where the whole mindset thing comes in. You need to start. If you start to think those things in your head, you need to stop yourself and say, "Look, it's not about the numbers. It's about uh, the individual people watching live, but also the people in the future." And yes, there are lots of things that you can do to to increase the numbers. I'm not saying numbers don't matter. Of course, they mm. do. You, you you want to increase that, but while don't don't think about the big numbers and don't let that do strange things to your brain while you're going live that's not going to be a good way because at the end of the day you just need to if nobody turns up think about the future but also think about creating this valuable piece of content because it's a great way as i said before to counteract procrastination and perfectionism because you're going to create this piece of content uh, that you can then repurpose for later and then the the other way is like you're you can you're going to get better and better you know what i mean the more you do absolutely and I, I kind of like in my presentations i have this what i call slightly uh, sarcastically the, an incredibly uh, accurate chart and it basically is a chart where it's, it starts it's very difficult describing charts um on the radio mm. isn't it but anyway yeah. you start at you start at the bottom and uh the confidence levels that you have is pretty much zero you have no confidence and the quality i wouldn't say zero but it's not going to be that great but over time that graph goes up and up and up. You'll have blips along the way. There'll be one day when your confidence goes out your window. You look at you look at that number and it's zero, and you, and then your oh, confidence yeah. gets shaken. Yeah. Or maybe you fall off your chair, uh, or the internet goes <laughs> yeah. down. You know, yeah, you know. And actually, what happened to me uh, earlier this year is we had a lightning strike one time, so the internet went down. And then one time we had a power cut. And it was each time it was the same guest I was trying to reschedule. So that was hilarious. Um, Blamed it on her. So yeah, these things happen. (laughs) But you know, the more you practice, the more you practice, it will get better. Yeah, I'd be the same with us. And we started off. We're about a year doing the radio show. And I like, I mean, it was like, will we? Won't we? And we and we started off, and it was just the two of us talking to each other. And I thought, who's going to listen to us? Yeah, so we're now up to two listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks very much. But no, I think you made a really interesting point, especially with live or video or even any type of social media content. I think we've become so fixated on how many people are watching, how many subscribers, because if you can reach one person mm-hmm. and even make a positive change to their attitude or mm-hmm. motivate them, you've succeeded to a certain extent. Yes, I suppose. Yeah. Like if you're constantly thinking about we need millions and millions of viewers to make the heavy sales. But I suppose if we can kind of move away a bit from, you know, because I think what you said was lovely. You know, if you have five people watching your live, um, there's five people who may not have known who you are, but are now maybe getting value from your video, from your live stream and may want to engage and have a further conversation with you, Mm. you know, as opposed to, oh, it's only five. Yeah. And and the thing is, you know, if you make a a change, if you're able to make a real impact Mm. in that one person's life, they're actually going to become a friend of yours. They're going to become a fan of yours. They're going to start shouting from the rooftops how amazing you are to other people. They're going to start doing your marketing for you. And that is the best kind of marketing, isn't it? At the end of the day, getting other people to do it. Word of mouth and (laughs) testimonials is brilliant. You know, it's exactly so true. I was going to say, Ian, you were saying earlier, like, just use your phone or whatever else. But, you know, some people might want to go, well, like myself, I want a decent camera. Uh, like, I know Philip does his videos by with the phone. Um, but you hear about other things you should be Lighting as well. I mean, you know, you, you want to get that right as well, don't you? So. Well, you do, but but you see, th- this is an interesting thing. So I, w- I will talk about I will talk about the, the tech because I think that is important. It's a is a common question, but I, I want to say first of all that don't let the tech get in the way. This, sometimes this can be trying to get the right tech to begin with is mm. like coming up with excuses because you're really scared about going live. And I know this because I was exactly like this. I was I didn't go live for a whole month because I was concerned about my lighting and my background. And I, I was comparing myself to others and thinking, oh, well, I need to get that sorted first. But my audience were waiting for me to like say, why, why, why isn't Ian going live? And I was just being actually 
you could argue I was being selfish. I was trying to sort everything else out first. So don't don't give into that. You actually need to go live. You don't need that much. You you just go live from your phone to begin with. It's really easy. Lighting. There's a great thing called the sun. And so if you're doing it during the day. <laughs> Never here in Ireland. We don't have well, that. <laughs> well, yeah, I live in Manchester, so we have a similar yeah, thing. We don't similar really yeah. yeah. But, you know, you, you, you get a little bit of it. So, yeah, just, you know, get, go in front of a window. Don't have your back to the window because that's not going to be good. But if you face the window during the day, that's it. That's a good place to start. So just use your phone. If you want to upgrade, if you want to level things up, then I recommend uh, the first thing that you do is get a lapel mic for your phone so you can plug that in uh and mm. the one i recommend is the is a make called boya b-o-y-a and it's the buy m1 lapel microphone and it's actually really inexpensive there are more expensive yeah, ones like great. the road one but it's a great microphone so i use that one myself actually that. yeah it's brilliant cool yeah, yeah it's a really good one now, if you want to level things up, then I recommend going for, for uh, going live from your computer. It's so much easier than it used to be back in 2016 when I got into this. Um, so if you can get a webcam, the, earlier this year, there were problems in getting webcams. But the, yeah. the, Logit the Logitech C920 is a really good camera it's 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 been around for ages it's quite an old old camera now but it's the one that is very reliable so it's logitech i like the logitech range the c920 mm. is a good one i heard yeah um, i read a good write-up on that actually recently um it is it is really good there are other ones uh microphone wise uh there are three types of microphone types types that you can get so the one that i use is i use a, I, I like to have a dynamic microphone which is the one that you need to have fairly close to you and it will be in view i i like that look and because i repurpose my live videos into a podcast i want to have a really good quality microphone um i've got a heil pr40 which is an expensive microphone but a really really good inexpensive microphone is the samson that's s-a-m-s-o-n q2u not a very sexy title but it's a really it's mm -hmm. a really nice mic because you just plug it into your computer via usb but cool. if you want to get fancy in the future and do mixing desks it has an xlr as well so that's a really nice microphone that you could go for uh, as well and then so that those are dynamic microphones the other types i've mentioned a lapel mic so you could use the, again the the boyer uh, mm -hmm. Or you could get a, a shotgun mic, which is used a lot by live video people. And mm -hmm. that is a camera that is just uh, just in front of you, maybe a couple of feet in front of you. And that's out of shot. So you could use something like that. Yeah. Uh, so th 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 that's some of the tech. If you want to upgrade your camera even more, I, I use a Canon M50, which is a mirrorless camera. Mm -hmm. And that gives a really, really nice quality. But that's a lot more money. That's going to cost you probably in the region of six or seven hundred euro that kind wow. of problem. yeah so it, whereas the the webcams you can get under a hundred that mm. kind of price um so so that that's the tech but then of course you've got to then think about well how do i actually go live broadcast to facebook live or youtube you could do that directly through the channels so you can go to facebook and actually they have a feature where you can just go live through the site but i think it's better to use some third-party tools out there that make it easier for you um and I'm, I, i've i've seen ecamm is really popular yes yeah yeah i love ecamm and that's the one that i use now the, mm. i will say straight away with ecamm it's mac only so if you're a pc user unfortunately you can't mm. use ecamm if you're a mac user absolutely Highly recommend Ecamm because it's the sweet spot. So, do you like go into the Ecamm soft? I haven't used it yet. I have a Mac, but I'm just thinking like if you go into and you sign up for Ecamm, do you like press the button to go live through Ecamm or what way yes. does that work? Yes. Yeah. Think? So the way that works, and this and this is not just for 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 Ecamm. This is also the same for other ones like Streamyard is another one and Restream is another one. So the way you do that, you you sign up for an account and then you need to connect Ecamm or Streamyard to facebook to your okay. to, and select your page or to mm -hmm. youtube and so you need to you need to basically provide the connection so they have the permission to broadcast to your various channels and so that's the way that works so in the channels you would you would basically select where you want to go live so let's say you want to go live to your facebook page you then put you when do you want to go live for facebook mm. you can schedule up to a week in advance you can you put the title the description and an image 
and and then when you want to go live you just click the go live button and you're away you can you can also share your web your webcam you can share your screen you can bring in guests and do that kind of thing the reason that i was going to mention streamyard restream and be live those three um, tools is that's probably a quite a good way to start because they work in your browser so you just you just basically use your your browser whether that's safari chrome whatever oh, it is so um, it doesn't stop pc really, or mac specific so you can literally yeah and it yeah. absolutely works for for pc users Perfect. too so if, so yeah if you're a pc user definitely use those there are also for pc the there's vmix which is a bit advanced there's wirecast again a bit advanced um and there's also obs studio which is how i started that's yeah again it's a little bit um techy so mm. i think for pc users i would use a web-based solution mm. if you're a mac then either use one of those or ecom live is absolutely amazing brilliant wow this is a i suppose we we i think we have about 10 minutes i can't believe we're nearly we're nearly at the coming towards the end and this has been a fantastic uh insights into the world of live stream so we're so thrilled to have you joining us to share your knowledge um i suppose I wanted to kind of lead on to something that you had said earlier uh, when you shared your excellent process, the the five P's, uh, and was this the whole element, which I think a lot of people, as you've mentioned, do forget is about thinking about the post promotion and the fact they've gone live and maybe they've only had one person that's watched, but they're not thinking about the people who potentially could live and the repurposing of the content. Do you have like a, a structure or using like an editorial calendar or a, a post promotion strategy where you kind of segment, right, I want to turn the live video into a blog post. So I need to obviously get it transcribed. I'm yeah. going to schedule these channels. Could you talk maybe a bit about how you actually look at post-promotion. Yeah, absolutely. So I think when you first start this off, keep it simple. Mm. Um, so what I'm going to share is where I am now after quite a few years. So yeah. I would recommend going straight into all of this. To begin with, just get a document. It could be, I don't know, it could be Google Doc or just write it down and write where you want it, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But I, I've now developed, I, I use a project management tool. I use Asana. You don't have to use Asana. And I mm -hmm. list every single bit down because I'm forgetful and there's so many things that I need to do. Mm -hmm. I've also got my assistant who helps me with this because, again, there's so many different things. So as a team, I think it's even more important to write this down. Yeah. So once, once I've gone live, um, you know, and, and of course, you know, it takes a lot of effort for a lot of us to go live. You know, the first thing that I probably want to do is go to bed and because you know, I'm, I'm exhausted. Um, or maybe I'm, or maybe I'm, maybe I'm on a high. I don't know. It could be either way. But the first, so the first thing that you need to do, and this is in my process doc, in my process document in, in Isana, mm -hmm. is to go back and actually respond to everyone's comment across all the different channels that I go live to. So I actually multi-stream, which is, again, wow. something I wouldn't recommend to begin with. I go live to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, wow. quite a few channels at the same time. Wow. But that, okay. So that's actually quite a lot of, of effort to go back and respond. That's really important because not everyone will have heard you reply to them. Yeah. But it's also good from an engagement point of view and community building side of things. So actually going back and it responding. I'll yeah. also update the, the title and the description because now I've done it. And if I have a guest on, for example, with, there may be some links that I can add and extra bits. So I want yeah. to make sure that that piece, that is going to be, become a piece of evergreen content. Um, so so that's, that's important. You could even, if you you want you could look at um promoting that using paid advertising although i wouldn't always recommend do that but that's another option mm -hmm. so we then get to the point that i i want to repurpose that into a blog post now i have used services so what you can do you can either download the video from facebook or youtube mm -hmm. or some of the the tools i was mentioning ecamm live Streamyard, mm -hmm. restream they actually will record that video on their end so you can get that transcribed using a service like rev or otter.ai but do you know what i found that with with those you don't always get an amazing result at the end of it so what i've done is i've actually worked with um somebody who specializes in just listening to it and turning it into a blog post Very so good. um so i that's what i do with that so there's that there's there's obviously you can then 
take little snippets of the live video and make it into so a friend of mine amy woods i don't know if you've come across amy woods from content 10x she's uh, great i've heard of amy yes yeah yeah, yeah. so you should, one of the things that she says is she likes your live video to have lots and lots of babies video babies <laughs> so what you can do is you can take little snippets of your live video and make them into like almost like a trailer or into other types of content. You could put it on LinkedIn, for example. Uh, and so you could edit that and use a service like there's headliner.app is a great tool. We you, you can upload yeah, we it onto use it, that. Yeah, very good, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. And it will transcribe the audio and have and actually will bake in subtitles for you. And the other, the final thing that I really love, I mean, there's so much I could talk about here, but mm-hmm. I know we're limited for time, is you can take the audio, strip the video off, or strip the audio out and turn that into a podcast. And so I do that every week. I turn my wow. live shows into a podcast. I add a beginning to it. I, I, add, I have a, because I'm a, I'm a singer, I, I always sing a little silly theme song at the beginning for every episode. And then I add something at the end and I strip out a few bits from the live video and that becomes a podcast. And wow. so from that one live video, you've got all these other things that you can, all these other formats that you can create. I was going to say, don't be giving Philip ideas about singing, right? Okay. Did you hear the one about? (laughs) Ian, Ian, I'm coming to see you. Don't Um, get me started, Ian. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, what what are the negatives? Uh, Yeah, that would be one. That's one negative. What would be the negatives like when it comes to live streaming? Because, you know, I mean, a negative is as you would, as the person on the the live, you'd be like, oh, this is, I'm feeling very negative. But anyway, um, about doing this, um, can a business live stream privately so they can practice? Is it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So loads of things that you can do to get started. And mm. I'm slightly sad I haven't convinced you yet, Ema, but it, we'll, we'll live, after work. <laughs> I'd have to come on your but, show. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. So loads of things you can do. I mean, I, I, there's warming up your voice. So I have something called the Confident Live Warm-Up Formula. So this is actually doing some physical uh, exercises, looking at your posture, working at your voice. There's those sides of things. But a really good way to get a bit more confident in front of the camera are Instagram stories. Now, that's not live video. But mm. if you can share two or three little videos on your stories on Instagram every day and be consistent, that will really help you. Because what's the worst that's going to happen? Because they only last for 24 hours. So that's that's step number one. Step number two is join with other people, other business owners out there who are feeling equally scared and form a Facebook group with them and say, you're going to go live in that group every single day for the next seven days. Set yourself a live video challenge. And because it's a safe place, it's a place where you can make a fool of yourself and it really doesn't matter. You're more likely to do it and you're committed as well. So a live video challenge in a, in a private group is going to be really helpful. So Ema, I'm wondering when you're going to do that. I'm, I'm waiting for you to, to do that. Uh, I'm just closing the door here. I'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, Christmas movie. No, I will. I will. I did say this year, um, but uh, you know, COVID was sort of a distraction. Um, and uh, I suppose I can social distance on Facebook. You can. Well, that's not yeah. the thing is, I'm sorry to say this, but there aren't that many days left of this year. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok. Oh, Uber. don't you be bringing TikTok into this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, I suppose, Ian, uh, as we're starting to kind of near closure, just, I suppose, the future, you know, for live streaming, you know, where do you see live streaming kind of going forward you know is there any new things you're starting to see or is it just going to get bigger more expansive etc there's actually not been a huge amount of innovation recently i mean Mm -hmm. the linkedin live opened their doors last year and it's been the the slowest Mm. beta launch in history i mean there's still it's still not available to everybody you've got to be blessed with blessed with this from the linkedin gods so uh that that that, i think that's gonna that's going to hopefully improve i i think what i have seen is that it has become a little bit more stable Mm. we are seeing a few more uh, the abilities to uh, in- engage with with comments and things like that. The, the place that I've seen the innovation is not from the live video platforms themselves, such as Facebook and YouTube, although there has been a few, but it's actually been from the tools themselves. So it's right. become a lot easier to go live. So I think that's what we're seeing. It's easier to do multi-streaming and things like that. And, and yeah. so I think that's that's where the, the innovation is. There has been something interesting that Facebook have been talking about launching, but I haven't actually seen it being rolled out yet. And this is, they're wanting to broaden out Facebook Live 
for the the viewer to 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 more people. So particularly for for viewers who aren't so technically savvy. They're going to be rolling out the ability for people to phone in to listen to the live video. So you'll be able to have a phone number that people can phone in to listen to your live interesting show. Wow. So yeah, that, I like the idea because yeah. I think you know not everyone is going to have the latest tech and, and know how to do it. So mm. that's that would be interesting. But it hasn't been rolled out. Certainly I haven't seen it yet, but they've been talking about it. I suppose uh, watch the space, really. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep watching, um, as they keep, say. Keep watching. Keep watching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, before we sing off, or I mean sign off, uh, I want to say, Ian, thank you. This has been great. Have you anything interesting coming up soon? Um, and if you have any last couple of tips, that would be great too. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah, there's, there's always something new happening. I mean, the, uh, I, I have my, my podcast and live show, so you can, you can uh, check that out at iag.me forward slash podcast. Um, and okay. at the moment I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've launched uh, a Facebook live course. So this is all about basically it goes through everything that you need to, to know about launching a successful Facebook live show. Uh, and I'll be covering all the things that I've been talking about today, really about, you know, for example, repurposing, into a podcast showing my process, how to become more confident, all the ins and outs of using Facebook itself, Facebook Live, and also other tools as well. So um, probably the best place to go for that is if is my fancy new Facebook Messenger bot. <gasps> is, uh, so you, to do that, you just need to go to confident.live forward slash subscribe, and it even rhymes. Wow. Uh, you might have somebody knocking on your door. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you might. <laughs> Welcome, Emery. As an entrant, go live. Go, go. <laughs> no, no. Um, but anyway, I just want to say, Ian, it's been great. Um, where can people find you uh, to chat more with you? Yeah, there's the chat bot, confident.live forward slash subscribe. But I've, I've carelessly scattered myself across the interweb. So you can find me in most places to search for my name, Ian Anderson Gray, and that's G-R-A-Y. Uh, yeah, just, just connect with me on, on where you feel comfortable. It'd be great to, to hang out with you. Super. Well, well Ian, it's been, it's been fantastic. It's been a real education on uh, going live. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, all I have to say now is if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course, on the Dublin South FM website. So do please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And until next Friday at 2 p.m., I've been Philip Twyford, the Curly Marketer. And I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media. And we'll see you next time for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye. Bye.